You're listening to The Jay Barker Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. More important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in, you're tired, or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult if you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tide. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992. Winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. Voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers. Also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history. 35-2-1. Member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times bestselling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. Welcome in. It's Lars, Matt, the Jay Barker Show. I don't know how many days in a row we'll lead with this. Probably as long as it maintains be our topic. It's hot. It's real hot, Lars. It is. And I was speaking to uh, James Spann last night, and I said, James, what's going on here? It's not even officially summer. And he said, in the meteorological world, summer begins basically June 1. So uh, we're in the middle of it. Now. <laughs> we even are, though it's two, two even weeks. though we're still, uh, I think, six days away from the official start of summer. Uh, it certainly feels uh, as if we are in the grip of a massive heat wave. Pretty cool story that uh, I heard over the weekend. Uh, actually, I heard this morning, but it occurred over the weekend. And that is uh, about Shaquille O'Neal, who I find to be one of the most charismatic interesting sports figures probably of the last decade or so i I would concur the gentle giant and uh, he's so good on uh on on tbs or or tnt the the nba show 
um, the interaction he has with Charles Barkley. We talked to Charles about it. Uh, Charles likes to needle him, and and then you know Shaq will always fire back about Charles never winning a championship and all that. <laughs> but uh, uh, over the weekend, uh, Shaq went to a uh, restaurant in New York City, and this comes from uh, page six of uh, um, from the I believe the New York Post. And he, um, uh, he went to a restaurant in New York City, and, and now, of course, this just, like, went away from me. Um, and, oh, yeah. and so, yeah, he, um, he was on Sunday night, and he was feeling very generous. And he ended up paying every patron's tab, every dinner, at the Julon uh, Club in, in Manhattan. And he even bought uh, dinner for the staff, and he gave generous, generous tips to everyone on the staff. And a staff member commented that they've never gotten a tip so big. Guess how much the gesture totaled? Dang it. I looked up the story. So, oh, um, come on, uh, Matt. You can't uh, do that. Uh, <laughs> 25000 25000 <laughs> want me to participate? Well, because uh, I want you to guess. Uh, $25,000. Actually... New York, full restaurant. Yeah, that sounds pretty reasonable. Am yeah. I wrong? No, I mean, it, it, it did is. Did you used to go to this place? No, I, I've never been there. Um, yeah, the Julon Club, but it, it got me wondering. Have, what is? Do you recall? Like, what is your biggest act of generosity? Um, I think the only I, I, I've given time stay on the air. I've given time, but not necessarily treasure. Oh, I don't know if uh, in a material way. You know, I've, I've picked up some tabs. Um, I've, I I think the one thing that you try and do every once in a while, pick up a tab or a, I don't know, somebody's meal. Yeah. Um, and don't tell anybody. Yeah. I mean, that's the Bible way, you know. Be humble. And I, I've done that a few times in my life. But not to the tune of $25,000. Maybe $100, $200. Bucks, but uh, how about you? Um. I think it's mostly just trying to help people out, uh, you know, students uh, looking for jobs and trying to make connections. Um, I know I've, I've uh, you know, done the whole thing at different drive-thrus where you leave like $15, $20 and say, hey, just pick up the person behind right. me. Um, but, uh, yeah, nothing extraordinary. I mean, I've loaned friends money, like pretty substantial sums and not gotten it back. And that sort of ends the friendship. So I've been burned that way. It's tough um, to loan people money. I it mean, is. It, it, it really is. You know, you, yeah, uh, I, I feel you there. I, I think the one thing, this is going to sound self-serving, but I've always tried to pay it forward, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not saying that because Alex Bauman is in here, but he's our intern, and uh, we had mutual friends, and he ended up here. But I, I think it's important, and I have seen you do that i mean your students are all over the country now mm -hmm. covering sporting events and uh you pay that forward well you are getting paid but i know that you do that when you are not motivated by money and um i really embrace that in what we do don't you absolutely so, yeah i mean uh, so many people were helpful to me when i was just getting started in the business i mean it goes back to sandy padway who was a uh, professor of mine at columbia 
he helped me open the door. He did open the door for me at Sports Illustrated. He was a former editor at Sports Illustrated. And without Sandy's assistance, I, I probably never would have gotten in as quick as I did and started SI at 23. Uh, but once, you know, once the door is open for you, it's up to you to make the most of the opportunity. Whenever an opportunity presents itself, it's it's up to you to take advantage Absolutely. of it. And you need to recognize when an opportunity is there. And uh, but but yeah, so Shaq. Uh, th- yeah, this night, this uh, this it's a Chinese place, an upscale Chinese place. And apparently Shaq ordered Beijing chicken shrimp tempura and uh, the chicken or the restaurant signature chicken satay. I love chicken satay. And uh, yeah, I, don't the, even know I think, what and he was he was on a date apparently. Uh, it looked like he had at, his at son with him. I don't know. It, it, it's uh, according to page six, it was he was with a mystery woman, uh, and uh, they they said that uh, Shaq was overheard describing her as quote his date, so I, or my date. I don't know. I don't want to get anybody hey, in trouble here. No, nah, I don't either. <laughs> but if your son is with you on a date, then. It's not something that happened yeah. in the last week. That's just my. But I guess. don't think he was trying to impress her by dropping twenty five k a night. What's the biggest bar? Uh, the biggest not bar tab, but the, but the biggest uh, restaurant bill you've ever been a part it of? May have been just a couple of weeks ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have. Uh, that one was pretty. That, one, that, was, that, that was pretty, pretty substantial. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know. Times have changed so much. Yeah, and right I mean, now it's so much rest- more expensive. I mean, a, a steak that was. Thirty-one dollars a couple of years ago is sixty-eight. Yeah, it's uh, and cocktails it's used to be you know you get a martini for like six bucks and now it's like uh, fourteen, yeah, yeah, twelve, fourteen, and and, and that's probably uh, well brand. Yeah, and if you're gonna drink a martini, it has to be Sapphire, bon- Bombay, very dry. Okay, that, uh, <laughs> but you know, and his partner in crime and on air, Charles Barkley, and I've witnessed this. Um, you know he. he I don't think he goes to Waffle House. To He's a Fleming's guy, yep. and he's there, and he gets his room. And I've been in it, but he found out another room was chock full of prom dates. I mean, I'm talking about 20 kids. Picked up the tab, didn't tell anybody. Somebody figured it out and ended up making the news. But don't, I just love people like that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I've talked to uh, Antonio Langham before about going out with Charles. I, I've never gone out with Charles. He won't, he won't let anybody yeah, pay, Charles and he'll is, get mad he's, he's if He's very, try. very yeah. generous, yeah. Very, very generous. Um, it, 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 speaking of money, uh, John Rahm, uh, who won, who's a reigning champ at the U.S. Open, and, and he has decided to stay with the PGA Tour, he talked to the media yesterday, and when talking about the live tour, he was like, yeah, you know, everybody can make their own decisions. But for me, I already have more money than I could ever dream of spending. Like, you know, cause Dustin Johnson and, you know, gets uh, what a hundred million and says he's got to take care of his family. <laughs> like, I mean, it's a little tone deaf, right? Come on. Yeah. Look at your career I've, winnings and your career endorsements and you're, you're North of uh, 400. Or maybe not four hundred, uh, maybe maybe two hundred, two hundred, yeah, but, uh, with endorsements. But you know, and you everything. can almost double that. Yeah, but, but I'm, I'm but certainly again, not defending his decision. Yeah. And you know, and I keep hearing people say, "How can this live tour make money?" It's not about they the don't money. Care. It's not about the money. It's a, it's a PR move by the Saudi government to try to curry favor, uh, to try to change the perception of the Saudis, 
and open the Saudi Arabia up for government or up for business to the West, specifically the United States. I'll tell you what has changed the percep- perceptive perception is these PGA guys. Yeah. I, I think they're, they're taking it, particularly Phil. Uh, by the way, it's U.S. Open week. And uh, I am very, very interesting. I'll be watching tomorrow to see how these golfers that have committed to live are going to be welcomed at the United States Open. Yeah. Um, well, in his practice round that Phil played, uh, I think it was Monday after that horrible press conference, or maybe it was Tuesday, uh, yesterday, or today, Tuesday. Gosh, I'm, I'm confused. Wednesday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Uh, when he went up to the first tee, he got two, way to go, Phil, go, Phil. And then another person was like, how do you, how dare you take the money, Phil? You know, so, so he's, he's batting, uh, you know, 666% of fans are in favor. Are in favor. Yeah. So that's the, that, that's the straw poll right there, just based on the first <laughs> hole. But I can't imagine Phil being in contention in, in this thing. Uh, he's had too much of a layoff. Uh, you know, whenever you go into the rough at a U.S. Open, you're in the, the thick soup. And uh, it's all about the drive, right? It's all about the tee shot at uh, at the opens, and I, I just don't see Phil and his game being as refined as it needs to be because of that extended time away from golf. Uh, you know, I, everybody would love to see him, or it would be it would really be compelling if he's in like the final group on Sunday. Oh my! But I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that could happen. Speaking of golf, U.S. Open. Al Del Greco will be with us at the bottom of the hour. Always a great guest on many fronts, but he is a golf guy. Flirted with senior tour, did he? A little bit. Yeah. Um, Have you ever played with him? Uh, no, I played behind him he's, once. He's just so consistent. I mean, that, and that's what the great golfers are. Just everything. It's, the swing is just the same, the same, the same, and it, it's just always right down the middle of the fairway. It's fun playing with him because he he kind of he coaches you. Yeah. Well, he is and, a coach. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed swinging the sticks with Al. Watched some of the Golf Channel last night. On the other side, what statistic over the past 15 years has dropped in a bad way in pro golf? Think think about it. It's a pretty good question, especially if you play the game. Also, later on the show, there's a great article on AL.com written by Michael Casagrande about academics in Alabama and how well they're doing. And we're going to go over that with him. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show. It's Lars and Matt. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A mixture of clouds and sunshine this afternoon. A few spots could see a strong thunderstorm through tonight. The high today, 97. Tonight's low, 73. Or tomorrow, sunny during the morning. A chance of widely scattered showers and storms by afternoon. The high, 96. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 94 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Parker Show. Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson. All right, I gave you a trivia question. Actually, general information, general knowledge with Joey Patone. And it is 
what statistic has dropped dramatically in the PGA over the past 15 years? You got what statistic has dropped dramatically in the in PGA? A, in a negative way. Hmm. In a negative way. Let me give you a little hint. Yeah. Um, it hurt your back. Uh, <laughs> uh, driving off the tee accuracy. Yeah. Fairways hit. Fairways and regulation. Yeah. It has dropped like 12%. It's below 60 now. It's cause the it guys, that's because the guys are trying to bomb it. Yeah. And they're all hitting at 300 yards. Um, yeah, I was talking to, you know, I'm trying to teach my six-year-old Lincoln the game of golf, and, and we're, we're doing a lot. And I was talking to an, an instructor just the other day, and he said, you know what? Teach him right now just to hit the bejesus out of the ball because that is how every young per- every person who is succeeding in the sport at a young age, they're bombing it. Yep. And it, it doesn't really matter your 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 size. It's just about uh, generating the club head speed. I mean, yep. you see these guys. They're, it's not like they're, no. they're muscle bound or anything. Well, look at JT. JT. Yeah. What is he? Five. Five. Five eight. One sixty. Um. And he's hitting at what three thirty off the tee. Three forty. It's just amazing. One of the golf note because you brought him up. Kudos to John Rahm. He's always been a very, very likable guy. Yeah. And I, then when he had to lose the tournament, oh, my God, did you feel When they found out he had COVID, he's about to win the dang thing, and they walk him off? Oh. But he's always just, uh, he's always struck me as a very cool, grounded guy. Now, Lars is now the czar of college football. Well, okay, so this is not an original idea. This really, it comes from uh, Joel Klatt. Uh, I was listening to a podcast he was doing, and uh, he was basically saying that we need a governing body of some en- some entity that governs college football. Mm-hmm. And, and we've been talking about that a lot, whether that's a, a czar, well, a single person, or it's a body. And uh, the biggest point he was making that what they could take immediate control of is scheduling, specifically non-conference scheduling. Because now how it's done is so arcane and ludicrous because, look, it, it goes back to, you know, it's like two guys, uh, athletic directors in a, in a back room smoking cigars and, and, uh, and setting, a, setting a schedule up for 10 years down the road, right? Making, making deals for games that will be played uh, in 2033, 2034, whatever. And so you don't know what each program is going to look like a decade from now. So let's be a little more practical about it. And this is Joel Klatt's point is, look, the new governing body, new, the new czar, they would not only sell postseason TV rights, but then they would also sell all non-conference TV rights. So that means that the leagues will continue to set their own conference schedule games as they have been in the past. But now you can, uh, if you do it this way, the non-conference schedule will get shaken up annually. So, Georgia wins the national championship. The czar, or this this governing body, would assign Georgia the most difficult non-conference schedule for this upcoming season. Wow. Alabama's second. So you just do it like sort of inverse, right? One, two, three, four. The, the best team in the country gets the hardest non-conference, and you get marquee matchups. So you're having Power Five in all it's of all, your non It's all Power Five, yeah. You you, you get rid of uh, of the... Uh, the, of the, the, of the, the La Monroe. Yeah, of the, of the easy win. 
Um, all right, I'm, I'm questioning you like like I would if, you know. Um, okay, may I ask this question, please? What do you do about games like Georgia, Georgia Tech? That's a good question. That's why people far Thank smarter you. than me no, would be running I, this no, thing. I'm, believe me, I'm not trying to shoot I, I would, holes in I would it. Say, I just know that there are... I would say uh, that maybe that, that this entity would only control like 75% okay. of your non... So I you would get to that. keep one non-conference game if there is a, a rivalry, right? And also, uh, you'd have to use common sense if you're the whoa, person whoa, whoa, uh, assigning stop, this stuff. Stop. stop the presses on that. I mean, you, you want to keep like Clemson, South Carolina, yeah. and and uh, Florida, Florida, Florida State, Florida State, yeah. Um, and yeah. you, you want to preserve those, right? I don't, I don't know how fans of these schools would react if Georgia wins a national championship, and the very next year they had to play I don't know, Michigan. Michigan. Is Michigan's got an open place. I mean, yeah. Um, I would say just wipe the slate clean for every t- every every t- every school and have this person or this group come up with the non-conference schedule because the way it's done now makes no sense. Well, you know, sometimes you're trying to help out the little guy. Yeah, you know, that's part l- of it. Little guy can but figure out another way to make the, uh, uh, <laughs> the, the 2 million bucks. But the SEC would suffer greatly cuz they're already beating the heck out of each other in what eight games now. Uh, just on a side note, side note, Your Honor, are you in favor of nine now? No, oh. I think probably should say at eight. I think I'm in favor of nine now. Yeah, I don't know what the heck you're going to do when Oklahoma and Texas get in? I think you're going to have to do away with the divisions, don't you? Uh, no, I think you just have to split them differently, uh, and that means Alabama would end up and Auburn would end up going to the east because I mean, with the addition of and, and and by the way, let's move Missouri back to its proper self. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. But then you would have eight west of the Mississippi Alabama line, and then eight east of the very same one. Do you, Isn't that right? Do you think that uh, once Texas and Oklahoma come to the SEC, that the Alabama Tennessee game will be preserved? Yes, on an annual basis. And if they divide it like that, I, I think that would give further proof. But uh, gosh. If they end up with Alabama in the West and those other teams in the East, I mean, you got to keep Auburn and Tennessee on Alabama's schedule. I mean, that's what do you think about doing away with division winners getting to the uh, SEC championship game? So, what would you do? Just take the top two? Top two. Maybe. I don't know. Man, this is these are some these are some difficult questions. They're fun to discuss, though. You got a U.S. Open pick. Gotta go, JT. Gosh, I hope so. Now he's kinda, playing I'm, really well. I yeah, mean, he, he, finished, he finished second up in he Canada. He could have I mean, won Rory. that. Aaron, uh, those, are my, those are my two favorite players. By the way, it was so much fun watching them go after. I tell it. you who's jumped up again, and he was already topped in as John Rahm for what he did and how he stayed in the PGA and how he said, "I've already got enough money." Yeah, uh, and he's not real, you know, extroverted. You know, he demonstrative. And, and uh, he's a cool dude. I think he's winning a lot of fans just with his comments, his yeah. honesty, and uh, you know. And Rory has been so outspoken. And it's weird because you know you're supposed to be decorum is supposed to carry the day in golf, and and it's like the gloves are off among these guys. 
Al Del Greco is going to join us on the other side of this break. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating. Nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WillifordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205 716 Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country. It's Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. 
It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's C. Letter O. I can call you Betty. Betty, when you call me, you can call me out. A man walks down the street. He says, why am I short of attention? Got a short little span of attention. And all my nights are so long. Where's my wife? Welcome back to Jay Barker's show. It's Matt Coulter. It's Lars Anderson. Be joined later in the program by Michael Casagrande. We're going to talk about some Alabama, some Auburn, and some athletics. We are now joined by Al Del Greco, one of the all-time NFL greats, longtime kicker for the uh, Tennessee Titans. Al, how are you doing? Lars, good. How are you guys? Good to see you and uh, talk to you in Terrific. Matt. Yeah, man, it's uh, really good to uh, hear from you. Uh, Al, let's uh, start with golf and uh, the Live Tour. Uh, just your thoughts about it and just the, the controversy that has been uh, really engulfed, uh, that has engulfed the entire sport with uh, the the creation of uh, the Live Tour backed by the Saudi government. Yeah, I, I think, and, and I think... Um... I don't know. I, I think it was Rory that said it yesterday. Uh, to have all this confusion and talk and taken away from the U.S. Open, I think, is really uh, something that's kind of horrible. Um, why we're talking about something that isn't the best tour in the world and some guys have made choices on their own whether you want to say it's monetary, whether you want to say it's for the betterment of their families or whatever, uh, I think, you know, you have to respect their decision to make that choice. But I also think there are consequences that come along with it. And I think with what you see Phil Mickelson and Greg Norman and some of those guys going through, um, in my opinion, they kind of ask for it themselves. Uh, I, I think it's very difficult get the sympathy of everybody by trying to, you know, eat out of both hands, so to speak, with the PGA Tour and the Live Tour. But, um, you know, if, if they wanted to make that decision and there's a boatload of money in it for them, I, I think there's many people, probably me included, that, that would have thought about it anyway. Uh, I don't know if I would have gone that direction, but uh, would have at least thought about it at, from a business perspective. How did we get here? Why were players like Mickelson uh, upset with the PGA Tour? And what opened the door for for Live Golf to uh, emerge? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. You know, in, in Phil's press conference at the U.S. Open, he talked about how he's trying to grow the game and make it worldwide. And I, I never thought it wasn't worldwide. Um, you know, you had the DP Tour. Uh, over there in Europe, uh, that a lot of guys are making a great living, and and that's how they're doing it. Um, but I think you know that the Saudi people that started this were looking for name guys, 
Uh, Greg Norman apparently has always had a beef with the PGA Tour, and he was the, the front runner. And then, obviously, Mickelson was his main focal point um, and his kind of, uh, you know, centerpiece of it all. And then you kind of throw out a bunch of money that those guys obviously have over there, and uh, you're, you're seeing, you know, what comes from it. I do think Roy McElroy said it best when he said, look, if, if I can play a tour and put my name on a trophy that has some of the all-time greats in golf, uh, talking about the U.S. Open, the Masters, the PGA, uh, any of the you know tour events that have played, to me that's what the game's all about. And, again, I think it might be easy for him to say because he's very well off and he's going to make a lot of money either way. Um, but part of me doesn't fault the younger guys that maybe have kind of a, a hazy future on the PGA Tour that they may keep their card, they may lose their card, and if they have a chance to get some guaranteed money for the betterment of their family, uh, I, I can see why they would take that option. Now, what we haven't talked about is the moral dilemma of all of it, of what that country stands for and, and all that. And I think that's a whole nother issue. Um, I don't know if you can particularly separate the two or is your decision to take the money and play on the live tour, you know, does that necessarily mean that you're okay with everything that's gone on over there? I, that part of it, I, I really don't have an answer for. Legendary NFL kicker and Sanford golf coach Al Del Greco is our guest on the Jay Barker show. In short, uh, from his win at Keel, which was just outstanding in the PGA Championship, in just a short amount of time with this, you couple that with a book, and then another book that's about to come out, how are we going to remember a six-time major winner? That's a great question, and I think that question came up again, in the U.S. Open press conference when they were, you know, asking Phil about what his legacy was all about. And, and again, he, he never really kind of gives you an answer. Uh, he, he danced around the fact that, you know, hey, I'm for promoting worldwide golf and I've given a lot back to the game. And I don't think anybody's questioning that, but uh, you are talking about a guy that is who he is because of the PGA Tour, because of his talent. And... Uh, you know, well, I think loyalty goes a long way in the United States of America. And in this case, I, I think he's feeling the repercussions for uh, for taking, what is it, the $150 million or $160 million that is reported that, that he got to be the focal point of this. Al, did, did you try to qualify for the U.S. Open? Uh, I did back, you know, when I was younger and... Uh, you know, I, I think I did it maybe three or four times. I know my son Trey. Can you, can you just Trey, Can you explain to us what Trey that, did, can you just explain real quick what that what that process is like? Yeah, uh, and it, it's changed a little bit over the years too. But um, basically, uh, and I don't know what the, the fee is now, but I, I think you paid like two hundred and fifty dollars back when I tried it. Uh, there was a local qualifier that I did when I was actually living in Phoenix. Um, and you know, you had to be at those points, I think they took maybe 10 or 12 spots and then you went into a, uh, 
like a national qualifier where it was the final site. The first one you played 36 holes. Now I think you only play 18 in that first sectional qualifier. Uh, and then it's 36 holes. Uh, they, I think they did it a week and a half ago. They call it the longest day in golf. And the Golf Channel did a great job of kind of reporting on what was going on in the seven or eight sites that were going on across the country, giving you kind of up-to-the-minute updates on, you know, who was doing what. But uh, you get through that, and in, in that spot there's, you know, I think there's, depending on the, the strength of the field and the amount of people playing in it, anywhere from two to four or five spots that get you in the actual U.S. Open. So basically if, if you're just a regular person like I was, uh, you had to play, in today's age, you play 18 holes, uh, you probably have to be in the top two, and then uh, then you go to the 36-hole regional qualifier. And, uh, again, it's a different number of spots, but once once you get through that, you're in you're in the Open. And the, the first round of the Open, uh, it tees off on, on Thursday uh, tomorrow at, at the Country Club just outside of, of Boston. Uh, who do you like? Uh, Roy McIlroy coming off a, a pretty emotional win uh, on uh, last weekend at the uh, RBC Canadian Open. He outdueled Justin Thomas by shooting a 62 uh, in the final round in front of a really loud crowd. And uh, it was interesting just seeing Phil Mickelson uh, during his practice round on Tuesday morning that uh, the response by the crowd to him was Pretty it, most of it was favorable, but there were some 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 people who weren't too pleased with Phil. Uh, so yeah, so those two questions there. The the, the, the how you think Phil can do because he hasn't played a lot of golf uh, over the last few months. Uh, it's kind of been in in exile, and uh, so how you think Phil can do, and then who do you who do you like uh, to to win it all? I I think you know, and and what Phil may or may have not have done, you know, in the last four months or so. It hasn't been competitive, and there's a huge difference there, especially for those guys uh, being tournament ready uh, when you go into something like this. Now you're playing maybe the hardest setup in all of major golf. Uh, the U.S. Open, the, the way they set those courses up with narrow fairways, big heavy rough, uh, very fast greens. Um, I would think it would be very hard for him uh, to contend uh, or possibly even make the cut. Uh, in this tournament, I'd probably be shocked if he did. Uh, but, you know, again, um, it is the game of golf, and these guys are the best at what they do, and you may find that that perfect storm uh, all of a sudden. But if you're talking about favorites, I mean, you said it. I think Rory is a favorite. I think Scotty Scheffler, uh, certainly Justin Thomas, after what he did at the PGA this year, the, the same few, but... Um, there's there's so many guys that are capable of winning this tournament that I think it's just going to be a great tournament at the venue, the, the Country Club in Brookline. It's going to be awesome. As we roll out, Al, how about that Auburn baseball team? Yeah, how about those Tigers? War Eagle, everybody, and uh, man, to think they only got three hits in the game and uh, won that game against the final game against Oregon State, that was something to watch. Wish them all the best of luck out there. Um, got a couple kids uh, that transferred there from Sanford that I knew when they were at Sanford, so uh, pulling for them as yeah. well. And uh, just 
hope Coach Thompson and them go out and play well in, in Omaha. We'll see what happens. Thanks, Al. Thank you, Al. All right, guys. Thank you. Uh, one of those transfers is Sonny D. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Uh, man, he is he he's a Hoover guy. He's uh, he's gonna be a he's gonna be a favorite in he's Omaha, be a don't you think? For sure. Is he gonna eat some Roombas? Or <laughs> Runzas. Runzas. I, I can't even remember that. All right. Have you heard about fake clay? I haven't. The uh, impersonator. <laughs> Great story coming up. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A mixture of clouds and sunshine this afternoon. A few spots could see a strong thunderstorm through tonight. The high today, 97. Tonight's low, 73. Or tomorrow, sunny during the morning. A chance of widely scattered showers and storms by afternoon. The high, 96. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 94 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Jay Barker show, Lars Anderson and Matt Coulter. The show is driven by Sonny King Ford, East Alabama's own. Longtime sponsor of this show, longtime sponsor of NASCAR. I can remember them. My first event at Talladega, sponsoring one of the Arca cars. Um, and also by Top Golf, where uh, Lars has an injury as a result. but not because of top golf. No, it actually took place at Highlands. Oh, it did. Okay. Yeah. Well, the one can't blame anybody but your driver. No, just trying to the big dog. You're just who do you think you are, Fred Couples? I know. I just I didn't warm up, and I'm I'm paying the price that I went out to the driving range with my son. I wasn't really planning on taking too many swings, but all I had was my driver because that's what he took. He took his driver. And uh, then I ended up getting way too involved <laughs> and uh, and didn't warm up, like I said. And, and now my back is absolutely killing me. A lot of, a lot of guys don't warm up, and it is crucial Yeah, uh, to your immediate round and, and just to your overall muscles and health. But anyway, all right. Uh, the other day in um, at Golden State, a guy, now I didn't pull up the story again. What's the guy's name? Now, he's not Clay. His name's Dawson Gurley. Okay. But he looks so much like Clay, Clay Thompson. Thompson that yeah, it's I scary. mean, it is, uh, he is uh, Clay Thompson's doppelganger. All right. But, but he paid 10 grand so he could get courtside. Yeah. So he got in early and had access to the floor. But he still had to go through security, and he managed to do that. He got on the floor, started warming up. Yeah, they so he's, recognized he, he, he's, him. He's dressed in a, a Warriors hoodie. Yeah, like looks like a team issued Warriors hoodie. And he's got the yellow headband that Clay wears, and he's he, he's got his uh, head sh- or his, his beard shaved, uh, just the exact same way that Clay has it. And he's got the uh, Warriors, uh, like it looks like official uh, shorts. And this is exactly how Clay Thompson dresses when he goes out on the court for warmups. And in, in this case, he went out before everyone else, and he went through multiple layers of security, uh, five layers to be exact, and uh, nobody even asked him for his ID because he looks so much like Clay Thompson. 
And uh, he was out on the court. There's nobody on the court except a few like camera guys getting yeah. set up. And he was out there for 10 minutes just shooting around. So, uh, <laughs> it's a great story. Nobody hurt. No harm. No foul. But here's the sidebar of that. After seeing him shoot six consecutive three-pointers, they asked him to play anyway. <laughs> Clay, Clay's just not playing well offensively. And I like that guy. I want him to do well. But they, he's come on a little bit in these yeah, last few games, you know, but um, but it, what's interesting the, the 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 kicker to this story of the, of Dawson Gurley uh, sneaking on the court is that he eventually did get busted by uh, by the by Chase Center personnel, and he now um, it's a disciplinary letter, and um, they have threatened him with a trespassing charge. They haven't issued that yet or come down on him on that, but they said he can't ever come back to the stadium. Uh, For anything. uh, Yeah, for anything. And it's kind of interesting because I did a story for Bleacher Report uh, a few years ago on how to sneak into sporting events. And one of the, the I focused on three three guys who snuck into different events. And one of them was to the NBA Finals, uh, and it was at at Golden State. He was a student at uh, the University of Texas, and he bet his friends that he could get into the game for free. It was like game six of the finals. So he flies out to San Francisco. And ahead of time, he had Googled what a Bleacher Report press pass looks like. And so he went to Kinko's, makes a press pass, and he gets there really early. And he finds, uh, a, like, he just knocks on a door. He's really, really nervous. Again, he's like 21 years old, 20 years old. He's by himself, knocks on a door, uh, and a janitor opens it. And he just he just shows him his credential. And there was a couple police officers in there. And the police officer is kind of like, hmm, I don't know about this because it wasn't the press entrance. Well, what does he do? He does something really smart. He goes immediately into a men's room. And not just that. He goes into the stall and uh, basically <laughs> sits down on the toilet yeah. and pulls, the, you know, you know, he's, yeah. he's, he's, really, make, he's I, making it look real. He's making it look very real. So he sat there on the toilet for like three and a half hours. And then finally, when there was enough people in there, yeah, he could mix he, in. Yeah, he mixes in and uh, he would have gotten away with it. But, uh, <laughs> hey. As uh, as many of my students have told me, if I don't post it on social media, it didn't really happen. So he posted on Twitter, and via Twitter he got busted, and he had to go back and uh, apologize and and, um, and 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 do all this stuff because they were going to uh, get arrest him for trespassing, and, uh, and and they were threatening a permanent ban wow. on all NBA uh, arenas. Uh, but uh, yeah. And that's 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 how so many people get busted is they post about it on right. social media. I mean, people post crimes, yeah. for goodness sake. So, anyway, was one of the people that you talked to for that article Barry Bremen? No. Do you remember him? You, Mm-mm. I don't even know if you were born yet, but he reached a plateau of notoriety for being able. First of all, he got in the NBA All Star game, shot layups, pretty good. Got to, I, I think he got away with it. But then he went to the 1979 All-Star game. He borrowed a Seattle Mariners jersey from somebody. And when they went out to do the introductions, you know, they all line up along the foul line, you know, mm-hmm. uh, along the third baseline there. And then they introduced <laughs> And there he was. He got busted. They cuff him. He's in a Mariners uniform walking back underneath the stadium. And um, he, he got reprimanded, but I don't think to that degree – but he ended up doing like the Carson show. 
They did a show. <laughs> they did a complete story on NBC nightly news on this guy. But um, he he uh, in at least in my memory in my lifetime is the the greatest. Ever. Another guy I focused on was this dude from uh, London. His name was Oliver Regis, and he snuck into the Mayweather McGregor fight. Um, and <laughs> what he did was he just put on his best suit. And he just breezes past security, and he gets to the very front row, and he takes pictures with, like, Mike Tyson, I think J-Lo, and he posts them all on social media, and he gets busted. And then I went uh, up to New York, and I actually went with a, a guy who snuck into Yankee Stadium, and he, sne- he he would sneak into, like, about 40, 40 games a year at Yankee Stadium. And I bought a ticket, even though I did the sneak with him, and yeah. he just breezed past security. He just knew where the, uh, the vulnerability you know, was in security. And if you act like you know what you're doing and where you're going and you've been there before, that's it. you can get past a lot of people. I do not condone that, for the uh, record. I, me either. You ever lost your press pass and panic? No. Good. You? Um, only once, but I found it. But Louis Grizzard, great writer, had a wonderful story in one of his books about it. Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel. And when it comes to the right shoes, nothing feels better than New Balance. The fit specialists at the New Balance Birmingham store conduct an in-depth analysis of your foot size, shape, and gait, determining the best New Balance shoes for you. Experience the difference of custom fit today at the New Balance Birmingham store on Highway 280 next to Chick-fil-A. New Balance Birmingham. Your feet will thank you. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHEALTH.COM. I'm excited to tell you about our newest sponsor here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. They pioneered the Chicken Finger Box and the Chicken Finger Restaurant. That's Guthrie's. Guthrie's recipes and processes are often imitated but never duplicated. Look, their sauce is probably the most copied sauce of all sauces all time. And I've known this family since my days down in Tuscaloosa. And they came over and, man, I tell you, it's nostalgic even today to see my kids going to that same Guthrie's. And great family. Do so much for the community, but more importantly, provide the best when it comes to chicken fingers. Get out to Guthrie's today. I want to tell you about my good friends at Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker, and look, Ken Needham has done a terrific job. Local company, 205-980-1505 is their number. That's 980-1505. Again, local, you can speak with the same team every time you give them a call. Full line of products from Auto Home, Boat Life. You'll trust them. They have a great uh, deal as far as the relationships they build with their customers and 20 years with the same company and industry. Custom approach for your insurance needs. Give them a call, 980-1505. That is Southern Assurance Group. Hi. It's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205 716 
888-382-6269. Whether it's for lunch or dinner, head out to the Cajun Steamers, a New Orleans-style joint that serves authentic Cajun and Creole food, cold beer, and great drinks. They are known for their wide array of Cajun classics and original creations prepared in an authentic fashion. This Louisiana kitchen can have you slapping the table for more. Stop by the Cajun Steamer and sign up for your Alabama, LSU, or Auburn fan card. Eat with the Cajun Steamer while your team is on TV and use your fan card to receive a 15% discount on your entire meal. With locations in Hoover, Trustful, Huntsville, and Franklin, Tennessee, they've got you covered. Head out today to the Cajun Steamer. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letter C, letter O. Birmingham's best Mexican restaurant for over 20 years and counting. That's La Paz Restaurant in Crestline Village and Mount Laurel. They've got a great staff. Its delicious menu, award-winning cheese dip, and margaritas and vibrant atmosphere have helped to make La Paz a local favorite. Blue corn nachos, Texas barbecue quesadillas, steak and blue quesadillas, Baja fish tacos, signature fajitas, and much, much more. So head over to La Paz today if you want a great lunch or a great dinner, and you'll find all that at La Paz, Crestline, and Mount Laurel for lunch or dinner. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Who you are is more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in, you're tired, or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult because you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992. Winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. Voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers. Also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history. 35-2-1. Member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. 
Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times bestselling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. Back to the Jay Barker Show, Lars Anderson, Matt Coulter. Hey, Robbie Glenn's in the house. Woo! Brought chicken. I'll just get you up here in a minute and talk about Striker, your golf tournament. Although it sounds like it's it's extremely successful six yeah. months away. Or maybe closer to three. Um, a little later in this uh, program, at uh, about 115, we'll be talking to Michael Casagrande, AL.com, and The Athletic. Wrote an article about uh, Alabama's academic in sports. And... In short, because we're going to go the deep dive with him, uh, the academic progress rate, which I understand, but I find it really difficult in <laughs> explaining. Does that make sense? But um, 16 of the 19 Crimson Tide teams bettered the national average in their respective sports. The The big deal is, here is that uh, Alabama is third in the nation in football. Did you read this yet? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's so, it's impressive, but not surprising. Uh, just knowing that the academic support infrastructure that Alabama has, I, I really think it's second to none. Uh, not just for the football players, but for all athletes. And I don't just say that because I work there and they send me money. Well, but, <laughs> you're all a part of this bar. Uh, well, I mean, not, I mean not, it's your students that are yes. raising the bar here. I, I have had uh, you had I've a football had, player. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. you had uh, Chris Owens. Yeah, Chris uh, yeah. took about, I think, took three of my classes. And you're not, uh, you're not at liberty to say, but he was a good student. Oh, correct? great, great yeah. student. Uh, oh. uh, one of the leaders in the classroom, and uh, and fun, and and engaging, and uh, smart. Uh, just, it's not surprising that he had the success he did at Alabama, uh, just based on my interactions with him, and um, you know, I did, but. I will say that uh, the vast, vast majority of all the athletes I've had have sort of been, have had those similar characteristics. And I think that is part of what it made them so appealing to the coaches of the various sports is because uh, of, um, you know, that they're, they're driven and, and they, they care about their studies. They, they just, they care. I always tell my students, if you just at least act like you care, you're going to do very well in my class. Just give me 100%. Give me 100%, and your grade will take care of itself. You know, when I went back to school after royal, royally destroying myself the first time, um, the one thing I told myself, by the way, it's amazing how many classes you go to if suddenly you're paying for them. <laughs> go to class. Pay attention. You may have a textbook. You may have assignments. But the teacher wants you to learn what they're saying. Take great notes in, in the lectures, and I guarantee you, you'll make a B. Is that? I think that that was pretty true when I was. I was absolutely, back. Um, absolutely. Just and, uh, get your assignments in on time, and uh, yeah, pay attention. Come to class. I mean, I would say the the biggest reason that students struggle, at least in, it's been my experience, is because they don't come to class. Yep. And I, my classes are all uh, one day a week, except for the online uh, classes that I teach. But you know, if you miss three. Oh, and we there's only about fourteen, fifteen sessions. You're you're missing uh, what a third? Oh, not a third, but you're you're missing. That's, that shows you how good my math is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you're not teaching math. Yeah, you're teaching 
journalism. But, and uh, I've, uh, I've sat with your class a couple of times. Yeah, you have. Uh, you do an outstanding job. Now, Michael will go into this, too. Not I know that it has to you know, go into great detail, but um, he just released another story. Man, has Alabama put, picked up some monster non-conference game laws. <laughs> it just, I, 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 I got to get the yeah. dates on it, but the two teams will overwhelm you. Uh, Tennessee Martin and Eastern Illinois. Now, come on. Lambs to slaughter. I didn't even think Tennessee Martin was playing football. I remember what, playing him in basketball when I was those, helping uh, Birmingham Southern out. But Tennessee Martin's kind of not far north of the Alabama-Tennessee border. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Do you so, ever, what year are these? 2024 uh, and 2025, I think. Second, but do you ever wonder yeah. the connection and, and why it's – why is it Eastern Illinois? Has Saban got a coach or something? Who knows? Yeah, uh, who knows? And again, these these games are so haphazard. That's what we were talking about uh, in the first hour. And and this idea comes from Joel Klatt, is if there was a czar of college football or some committee that was in charge of college football, one of the first things they could do, take over the non-conference scheduling, and you give the best teams the hardest non-conference schedules. And, 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 you know, how that would actually look, I don't know. But, uh, but I would say take away the ability of uh, it's the athletic directors, you know, that, that plan these games oftentimes, you know, eight, ten years in advance. And I, I think these two are, you know, just within the next few years because other teams have sort of fallen by the wayside and, and Alabama had holes in their non-conference schedule. But, um, Matt, I, I think – you, you really could uh, create a, a better uh, TV product uh, if if you had and, and sort of make it more equitable uh, along the line along all the lines of um, having again the best team play the hardest non-conference schedule and you start with you know Georgia this year they would have the hardest Alabama had the second hardest you know and the third or fourth and fifth and so on and uh, you do it based on every year so the non-conference schedule would get set in the off season. Of of uh, so just like you know three four months in advance, and I know there's logistics you got to take care of, but you can you can handle that. Um, I, I think it's a really intriguing idea. I think that's probably where college football will head eventually once we get through this uh, mess of uh, NIL and transfer portal and everything that we're in right now. That I think is sort of got everybody sort of knocked everybody off, off the tracks a little bit. The games set Eastern Illinois is in 2025 and Tennessee Martin is in 2028. So, and they are both FCS programs. Eastern Illinois will get 560,000. Uh, UT Martin will get an even 500,000. I, I would imagine the difference there is probably for travel. But, um, half a million actually sounds cheap for these days. It does. I thought they were all yeah. getting a, about I, a million. I thought it was too. Oh, um, these are tough economic times. <laughs> uh, not if, not if you're a high school senior, <laughs> right? <laughs> or, or Arch Manning, apparently. Uh, oh. It was uh, you know, <laughs> I can't believe by the, by the way that Mick Gillespie thrown around that he'd heard that Texas is going to be able to give him fourteen, thirteen, fourteen million dollars in NIL money. That's crazy. I mean, that's more than wow. uh, Eli and 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 Peyton made in their first year in the NFL combined. It's trickling down, too, because I, I don't have the details of this. I was reading this last night while Braves were winning their 13th in a row. That's crazy. Uh, 
And by the way, I was also going to church at the same time, but I, my pastor allows me to check brave scores. Okay. But there's a story about a, a really hot shot quarterback that's basically going to skip his senior year, high school. Yeah. I mean, uh, you're now you're not risking a major power five scholarship. If you're that good, you're risking millions of dollars by p- playing your senior year in high school. What would you do? Well, I don't know. It's a good question. Because you want to play with the guys you've been playing with all your life. Yeah, you also win a you're, state you're championship. Like, you're in the stage of development too. You know, if you if you sit out a year and just work with a personal coach, it's not the same as being on the field and competing and and learning and growing, uh, maturing athletically. Um, yeah, but if if you already if you've already committed, like Arch Manning, what does he have to gain by playing his senior year? Uh, it'd be it'd be the same I'm situation. I'm not sure right? if I were him, I would. I mean, I mean if, because if he's know, already if so you know you got if you got 14 million waiting for you in Texas, why play? And do you and, think that hinges on his ability to play? Well, I the NIL? It, it hinges on his ability to walk onto campus, yeah. <laughs> right? But get on the field. If he got hurt, can you pull the NIL deal? I, that I don't know. It's just uh, you know what, and I'm not putting this on you. I'm putting this on all of us. When it comes to NIL, I have said I don't know more times than I've yeah. any subject I've ever dealt with. Transfer, transfer it, 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 it's so murky what the the rules and regulations are. Um, so get, really, it goes state by state, so therefore it almost goes school by school and the collectives. What can they do? What can't they do? How active? I, yeah, what 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 are agents able to do? How much can agents be paid? I don't know. There's just so many questions. And here's a story that I just noticed. The NCAA has met with Miami Mega Booster John Ruiz about his role in NIL. I guess I get to that a little bit later on the show. Right now, we'll take a break on the Jay Barker Show. And when we come back, Michael Casagrande from AL.com and The Athletic will join us right here. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. A national championship team covering a national championship team. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A mixture of clouds and sunshine this afternoon. A few spots could see a strong thunderstorm through tonight. The high today, 97. Tonight's low, 73. Or tomorrow, sunny during the morning. A chance of widely scattered showers and storms by afternoon. The high, 96. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 96 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Back on the Lars Anderson show. I just, I just awarded you the show for the rest of the day. Is Thank that okay? You. Yeah, I appreciate right. that. Okay. <laughs> Jay Barker show with Lars and Matt. And we're joined by AL.com's Michael Casagrande. And, um, wrote a really interesting article that I read last night about Alabama and their sports and their academics. And 
Can you just kind of give us a thumbnail of what you put down with some emphasis uh, on football? By the way, welcome to the show, yeah. first of all. And our uh, wait, Lars, are congratulations in order? Here? I, I believe so. Congrats on the uh, the marriage and in the in the honeymoon. I've, I've been uh, following you from afar, and uh, the pictures over on your Twitter feed have been amazing, and you're making all of us jealous. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, it was a uh, ten days in Italy. Uh, I wish they would take me back uh, after coming back to this heat. <laughs> I feel like. Uh, it was almost as hot over there, not as humid, and it felt great. So, um, yeah, it's hard coming home. Um, was but I was Rome that. your favorite part? Was Rome your favorite uh, part, or what, what was the best part? I of think it? I think the Amalfi Coast. We went to Positano at the end, and just the most beautiful um, place, beautiful water, Mediterranean Sea. Just, um, yeah, if anyone, if you can ever make it over there, that's, that'd be our recommendation. Rome was great historic everything the vatican beautiful but there's something about the, a small fishing village on the mediterranean built into the mountainside just beautiful oh, so man. yeah you're, you're right lars he's making me so jealous because <laughs> my favorite food is italian and i'm really becoming a oh. wine fan so where would you go <laughs> yeah <laughs> go to italy we were in hey, Tuscany. bring down your story uh, yeah. on al yeah oh, yeah, yeah let's talk about sports <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm a travel, yeah, travel we're, advisor We've now. already grown. Okay. <laughs> uh, give us the thumbnail sketch on your article. Yeah. Yeah, um, it, just the, the annual APR report came out yesterday uh, from the NCAA. That just It tracks academic progress, graduation rate, retention, um, thing, you know, retention within school, not leaving school. And uh, Alabama scored pretty well. Uh, they were on average on 16 of the 19 Sports surveyed and football, they were number three in the country. Uh, behind only Clemson, uh, Ole Miss, they both had 999s out of 1,000, and Alabama had, what, 997, 998. They're, they're behind them. So, uh, third best in the country, second in the SEC. Um, not a perfect measure of academic progress of overall grand scheme of things, but it's what the NCAA uses, and, um, Alabama did pretty well in it. Michael, you also just came out uh, with a, a quick story about uh, Alabama filling some gaps in their 2023 football schedule. Can you give us an update on that? And 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 how do these happen? Is there a relationship that uh, Coach Saban has with someone or uh, or, uh, or Greg Byrne? I'm just curious. Is these 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 two schools that you mentioned seem a little random to me? It's it's, it's a good question, one that I've always had and hasn't always been able to come to the forefront when I've had conversations with these leaders. But yeah, uh, 2025 Eastern Illinois home game and uh, 2028 UT Martin. Uh, I mean, UT Martin was on the schedule for 2020. Uh, obviously got nixed when it went SEC only, so I'm sure that was more of a rescheduling of that game. But yeah, I mean, I've always been curious as to how some of these FCS uh, non-Power 5 conference games come about. Um and the eternal question of why can't they do in-state teams, in-state opponents, um, Detroit's, Jacksonville States? Why, why uh, schedule outside of the state when you can get people within the state who have more interest um, and, and easier to bring more people into the stadiums for games like that than New Mexico State coming from the other side of the country, not the same kind of fan base in this area that would lure in 
to make it more attractive um, for those kinds of games. But yeah, no, it's it's a good question and one that will be continue to be on whenever I get to talk to these guys. And and who does Alabama open up with? Utah State. They get to travel this year. Utah State. I've never. Yeah, I've never really understood why that you can't play Troy. Auburn does it every yeah. once in a while. Alabama, I, I can't. I don't know when the last time they've done that. In basketball, maybe, but yeah, South and they Alabama. play some in-state basketball. Uh, South Alabama. Yep. Yeah, um, but it it doesn't go beyond that, and uh, I think that's just a that's been Alabama's attitude forever. And I don't, uh, Michael, do you see that changing? I mean. Greg Byrne is, is, you know, comes from outside of that regular realm of, of with former coaches, former people within the university. There have been some updates and changes to things. I don't know if that if the mandate goes beyond him to avoid scheduling those things. It's pure speculation. I wouldn't have any idea. But I mean, I, it seems to make more sense. It seems to make sense in a logical way. Um, but. There, there can be behind-the-scenes political pressures that, that go beyond me and you and, you know, what logic would dictate. Uh, yeah, so uh, just switching topics here, uh, the story that won't go away is uh, Jimbo Fisher v. Nick Saban um, and, and just the fact that uh, that uh, uh, on three sports just uh, through, I think, a, a FOIA request uh, got some uh, emails that, in which uh, the president of Texas A&M and the AD Ross Bjork asked for or called for Nick Saban to be reprimanded in some form or fashion because of his remarks uh, aimed at Jimbo Fisher. So I guess the larger question is, uh, is this going to simmer down before the two teams meet uh, in October? Or is this something we're going to, is this, and is this going to be a dominant storyline at the SEC media days? Yeah, and no, it's, it's a good question. And, and I just was on the phone with a, a colleague a little bit ago. We were talking about some of that. And you know, October 8th is it's a while away from now when those two play. And um, a lot will happen between now and then. And if it's if they're both undefeated coming into that game, I think it would it clearly would would amp it up even further. But it, it it's a it was an off season story that hit at the perfect sweet spot of slow news. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of competition for this. I mean, it was explosive. The comments back and forth were as explosive. The Jimbo Fisher news conference was as explosive as that, or, you know, candid as interesting as I've seen um, in this business for eight or nine minutes, um, you know, 10 o'clock in the middle of May. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there are they're clearly two programs that are A&M program that's on the way up. Obviously beat them last year. Um the recruiting class is what it is. So, yeah, I mean, it's the kind of thing where it's probably when you look at the preseason lists of games, paid games of the season, it's got to be up. You know, for the SEC, it's got to be at the top, and it has to be near the top nationally just for the storylines, everything involved with that game. It's um, you know kind of replacing the LSU game for at least currently is the most anticipated regular season game of the year where there's you know, the, the prime time CBS game. CBS is going to go after that one as opposed to Alabama at LSU this year. So yeah, it, it's, uh, um, it's hard to understate at this point. Oh, 
let's wrap it up just with kind of a general Alabama football question because we haven't spoken with you in a while. But um, I know there's several areas where Alabama is, you know, uh, I would say maybe anxious about. What is the one that would concern Michael Casagrande the most? Yeah, I mean, the, the offensive line is, is hard to, to to get around. What what was seen on, on A-Day was, was, was rough. Um, obviously, a few starters that weren't there, but bringing in Steen from, from Vanderbilt at tackle is a clear move, a sign that they needed to shore things up. So I think offensive line is, is definitely the area where um, you, you have a Heisman quarterback, you have a, a running back who's as much hyped uh, as a transfer in Gibbs coming in. So, and all those, all that's great. You need an offensive line. You know, you, you can't really perform at that level at either position without that protection. So, there were issues last year at times. Uh, they were overcome some of that, but I think there are clearly some losing some guys from last year that they need to replace. So uh, a couple tackles that that uh, they need to, to fill in. So yeah, I'd say offensive line would be the biggest concern if I had to look at it. Thinking about it at you know June fifteenth, that would be what I imagine they're thinking the most about right now. Michael, how do people follow you? Uh, AL.com is the easiest way, easiest website to find. Um, you can find me on Twitter, by Casagrande. Um, but everything funnels through to AL.com. All right. Well, um, glad you're back. Yeah, glad uh, stuff. The, the, the trip went well. And, uh, you know, we'll be talking again between now and the beginning of, uh, Thanks, beginning Michael. of football season. Thanks, Thank you, Michael. Michael. Congrats. Yep. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Uh, you bet. You bet. Uh, Coming out, we need to get a striker strong update. Um, Alex Bauman has some stories for us and also a little bit more information on the heat. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show live from the AVX studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHEALTH.COM. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic 
Chiropractic and Wellness. I called 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticandWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's C. Letter O. Back on the Jay Barker Show. Matt, Mars, Alex here. Joined by Robbie Quinn, Striker Strong. What's up, Robbie? What's going on, Matt? How you doing? I'm, uh... Putting the feedback on with your chicken, thank you. Yeah, no problem. It's a good crispy nugget or whatever they call it. Tender? Is that what it is? Yeah, I love some Guthers, man. They're awesome. Guthers is good. Um, I follow you on Facebook. I keep up with your son, Stryker. Uh, give us an update. Maybe for those of uh, that are listening or, or watching on a, on a stream platform for the first time, uh, kind of give us a little history and then tell us how he is right now. All right. Well, you know, Stryker, uh, he just turned seven, just had a birthday, but... Uh, about three years ago, he suffered a seizure after swimming one day. Um, it happened late at night, like at 2 o'clock in the morning. He sleeps in the bed with us, and he starts shaking real bad and woke up, and we're like, are you okay? And you could tell something wasn't right, but he was, he was really excited, and then we noticed him getting red, so we, a fever shot up. He had caught a, something called the rhinovirus. So when he did, it spiked his fever. Well, kids with uh, 
stuff are common to do febrile seizures uh, to try and calm their body down. But this one was violent. Like he, as soon as he did, he fell back, he threw up and swallowed it, and he just went limp instead of being stiff. So uh, we knew something was wrong, and he had stopped his heart. So long story short, that was three years ago. Uh, we get him to the emergency room. He's not breathing. We didn't know that, but knew something was wrong. But uh, the lack of oxygen now, he, he has brain damage. And so we were in Children's for almost six months, and oh. he was in a coma for a while. They told us he'd probably never wake up, and if he did, it would not be what we want to see and that we pretty much can just either go home or, you know, and, and that time we were there, we heard that a lot. A lot of parents you know, couldn't stay. We stayed. And uh, here he is still with us three years later, but it's every day is a, a fight. And uh, that, he's had a rough two weeks, which he does this a lot during the summer. I don't know if it's the heat or whatever, but uh, but yesterday woke up as happy as can be, smiling, not a single issue as far as, you know, with throwing up or anything that we're worried about having to call an ambulance. But, you know, he's still dealing with the issues but man happy as can be and so and he did it again today happy just smiling at me when i he wakes up five o'clock in the morning ready to go tell us how, how you how'd you come up with uh the striker strong concept and then tell us about your golf tournament okay well his his name is caden striker glenn all right uh caden is his first name and our other two kids jaden and cameron came up with it they wanted to combine their name and that came up with caden jaden and cameron that's so I can't have three kids in there at the same, close to the same name because when I get frustrated and start getting on them, I'm going to get confused who I'm yelling at. So he became Striker, his middle name. My wife named him uh, for a baseball, you know, pitch, strike him out. I kind of wanted to go with Taylor Made. Um, <laughs> I had all the golf stuff, you know, the hats, the shirts, and it sounds good on the PA system. De- Taylor Made double play, you know, oh, <laughs> you know, football catch, Taylor Made catch. I mean, it was going to yeah. but striker I love. So, anyways, when the injury happened and they told us, you know, he wouldn't make it three weeks, wouldn't make it a month, and he keeps proving them wrong, Striker Strong became one of our things we promoted, and then it took off as far as golf tournaments and promotions and trying to help other kids, and Striker Strong became the foundation, a nonprofit that we do. So. It has taken off with everything we can. And, yeah, I mean, hey, I, I've taken uh, uh, a lot of stickers that are striker strong uh, back to Nebraska. So it's 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 uh, all the way back to Nebraska. And and your golf tournament is, what, in year four or three? This will be the fourth Sorry. annual. Yeah, fourth this be annual. The fourth annual the- and it, it's amazing the support and the amount of people that you have. So tell us about Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, we're September 23rd, so it's the Friday before Bama plays Vandy and Auburn plays Missouri. Try to time it for home games so people can make a weekend of it that travel in. It is completely packed. Like, I, I have a waiting list for teams. Um, we have what, 272 golfers, you know. I don't think I've ever been in a tournament with that it's, many. But, you know, I can't tell them no, no, because something always happens the month of where, hey, I can't make it, you know, we backed out or whatever, and then I have teams I have to try and call. So I just say, well, I'm up front with them. Like, we have this amount. I'm going to do everything I can to make it work. And it, it's a good time. It, it, like you said, I have a DJ that comes out. Dustin uh, used to be DJ protege out of Tuscaloosa, comes and plays the whole day. Um, we have food and it is everything something. to do. It's something to do there with rock and roll sushi and, and – uh, and Cajun Roo and you know Cajun boys, all there's and walk-ons is, has a tent set up with stuff to do. So there will be something for people to do. I'm full with teams, but if anyone wants to come out and be a part of it, I always welcome them to. I'm hoping for the first time we get to have Striker come out, but that's very iffy. 
Um, never know what he's going to be like. Never know what the weather's going to be like. And he really still can't be around a lot of people. Um, so it wouldn't be like he'd be mingling, but just to come out and maybe people can see what striker who he is besides seeing him on Facebook because he loves to see people. You know when you've been there, Lars. Yeah. He cuts his eyes. and oh, he's, he, he's a great little he, kid. He, he's, he loves to see people. And, um, awesome. you know, uh, Bruce Arians, before his golf tournament that he has every summer, he tells everybody, if you, if you can't have fun, it's your own damn fault <laughs> because of all the stuff that's going on. And your tournament's the same way. It is just like a big party. It's a big party. And, uh, you know, I get a lot of old teammates come back, and Jay and, and all, you know, all the guys that I'm close with in football, basketball. I mean, I'm trying to get Hollywood Robinson supposed to come in back. You know, Brian Pasnick's going to play. Um, you've got Wimp Sanderson. Like, so we have a lot of a lot of people people know, and then a lot of companies, a lot of friends. So if you can, come on out. I know y'all will be out there doing your live show yeah. and uh, and playing. We still need a rematch. With you Jay, don't want don't me playing. Yeah. <laughs> you want you want to play, man? No, oh, uh, Robbie, I've Robbie, and I, awful. Robbie I mean, I just, and I spanked Jay uh, and his son. Uh-oh. Uh, I, I hear a <laughs> yeah. rematch all over the place. <laughs> yep. A lot of money on the table. I'm just kidding. You don't need answer. <laughs> no, there hey, wasn't. Hey, we're just no, going to kind of just goof around. Rights. We're going to goof around and talk here for a little while, please. Oh, Feel free to see yeah, I got a lot of baseball questions asking. You did play baseball at Alabama. You look like you still could freaking play baseball, dude. Yeah, like you could play guard, and I mean (laughs) offensive line guard. I think I could until they actually threw the ball. I don't think I could pick up a 90-mile-an-hour fastball right now or what these kids are throwing right now at 105, 100, and uh, I got my own opinion about that, too. But there ain't no way any kids are throwing harder than Randy Johnson and all them were back in the day. You think it's the gauge? I think it's the the guns. I mean, but no, don't get me wrong now. They're still bringing it. These kids are talented. But come on. Did well, you, make- at, you know, it's not like they all of the size, heights, and so are perfectly accurate in sports today. Yeah, I just, you know. I mean. Could you make contact off of Montana Fouts? I like to think I could, but that is a nasty. Rise balls are a whole different ball game. I mean, I, I coach fast pitch softball, so I, I know how it moves, but it, that's, that's a whole different Could swing. you, Matt? Uh, there was a time that I probably could at least foul one off. Right now, I'm, no. I like to not. think I could. Oh. I, I, I'll challenge her. Hey, well, let's oh, just set that up for yeah, let's let's do another striker. A little striker tournament. Like, yeah, we can do that. Strike out for striker. Um, I like that. <laughs> that makes sense. Can't believe you want to go with Taylor Made when you're a baseball guy. Strikers. Well, there. still, it sounded good on a Taylor Made oh, double now, you're play. You're right. The PA guy would doubles. have a yeah. Your play-by-play guy would have a lot of fun. That's what I'm thinking. Hang around. We're going to take our last right. break, come back, and Alex has got some uh, off-the-wall stories for us. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A mixture of clouds and sunshine this afternoon. A few spots could see a strong thunderstorm through tonight. The high today, 97. Tonight's low, 73. More tomorrow, sunny during the morning. A chance of widely scattered showers and storms by afternoon. The high, 96. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 96 degrees in Tuscaloosa. On the Jay Barker Show, Robbie Clint's in the studio, Lars Anderson, Matt Coulter, and Alex Bauman, our broadcast student from UAB, is uh, on mic as well. Uh, one of his assignments 
is to kind of come up with something maybe away from the world of sports, a story we might be interested in. What you got, Alex? After 27 years, the Internet Explorer has been retired and no longer supported by Microsoft. What? Uh-oh. I, thought, I think that's how I get to my page. I'm still using AOL dial-up, man. <laughs> you have an AOL? I have an AOL. <laughs> Do you have an AOL? No, I, actually, I have a Yahoo. What? Well, Alex, Internet what does that mean? Uh, they're pushing it towards uh, people using the, their Edge browser now instead of the Internet Explorer. What's an Edge browser? That's one of their applications. Wait a oh. Is that why it keeps telling me I need to reset oh, yeah. my Microsoft so the, Edge? So the Internet Explorer has gone the way of uh, BlackBerry phones, uh, dial-up, Palm Pilots, <laughs> and the dustbin of uh, tech history. Uh, interesting. 27 years old. I remember when the Internet Explorer was all that everybody used. It wasn't that long ago. It doesn't seem like. Uh, most kids today, I guess, they don't uh, know a world I without guess, any of this, the cell phones uh, uh, and all. According to, uh, I don't know, people on Twitter, it's uh, it's been bug-ridden. And, uh, uh, Internet Explorer has? Yeah. It's the top browser for installing other browsers. Um, interesting. Oh. Uh, are you sad? Are you sad to see it go? I don't know. I'm well, not. if it's going to change, you know, I have a page that comes up when I turn my computer on. And I think that's through Internet Explorer. So apparently it will. I mean, it was, yeah, it was launched in 95 and uh, 1995. You weren't even born yet. You weren't even, you weren't even, uh, uh, right, your, your parents, parents weren't even married, married yet. Uh, had they, had they have, met? I believe so. Jeez. What about Google Chrome? <laughs> How does that fit in? I think I, somebody installed that on my, uh, is that what I use now? Alex? Google Chrome? Yeah, I like yeah. Chrome. I like mm -hmm. Chrome. Yeah. Okay. I use it. All right. All right. Uh, have you got another story? Anything uh, back there? Little Caesars announced as a new official pizza sponsor of the NFL, replacing Pizza Hut. Wow. Yeah, I, I, there's been a lot of reaction to this over uh, social media. And by and large, I think everybody is in favor. Um, well, Pizza Hut's done a couple of things here recently. People aren't fond of. That's just all I'm going to say about it. But if if you want to ask me about the quality, there's no there's no question that Pizza Hut is far better. You're right. It is. I mean, I, let's <laughs> little, face it. Little Caesars, little Caesar's but... has its role at uh, a birthday party where you go get six of them and all the kids are going to eat any kind of pizza that, that you put out there. Now, Pizza Hut has a deep dish. They have some good pastas. So, uh, My brother worked at his first job was at Pizza Hut. And uh, so he'd bring it home all the time, and I ate so much that I, I can't eat Pizza Hut anymore. But the deep dish, I, I believe it was, at least for us in the Midwest, who were, I'd, I'd never been to Chicago before and had Chicago-style deep dish pizza. Um, pizza Hut was my first introduction to deep dish. If you I like, like, I like Robbie? Pizza. I used to like pizza a lot, but uh, not so much anymore. Or he doesn't like me. How about that? So. My yeah. wife could eat it every day twice. I mean, you ever met somebody like that? That they're just... How about you, Alex? Do you eat a lot of pizza? I eat a lot of pizza, yeah. Uh, what's your favorite topping? Uh, anything but pineapple. Oh, I was just oh, going to say, that, yeah, Hawaiian pizza's the best. Yeah, pineapple and ham. What are y'all? I, I love pineapple. Uh, me too. I, 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 like, I like, like, like Canadian bacon Hawaiian. or something. Yeah, Canadian like bacon. Yep. Um, I, I like odds. I like um, banana peppers. Banana peppers? I like banana peppers. Um, lo love them. And then, you know, something like a... Canadian bacon's always good with me, but uh, 
You didn't have Pizza Hut in Nebraska, Lars? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, so that that was my first introduction to uh, to Deep Dish. And I remember my mom telling me, it was one of the last things she said to me before I went off to college. She said, always remember, pizza, it's got a good nutritional value. Just eat pizza, because she was concerned I wouldn't eat enough. Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, so I I, 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 I ate plenty of pizza. didn't end up being a problem, did it? No. But we had a lot of Domino's. Yep. Uh, they're pretty good. If you're going to order something, if you're going to order uh, something for, uh, for either for pickup or delivery, what is it? I go to Salvatore's. I mean, but Salvatore's is my go-to. Oh, that's so good. Uh, yeah, and they, they've been a long-time sponsor. They don't of all deliver. My shows. Do they deliver? They do the DoorDash thing. Oh, the DoorDash. Here's, here's an interesting thing, and, I, and Sal and I have been friends for 35 years. Um, he says he's retired, but I still see his truck there at four o'clock in the morning when I'm coming home. <laughs> he's in there making the sauces. Oh. Uh, uh, everybody suffered. Well, a lot of people did during COVID. Sal's business increased, and there would be a line at his drive-through, and he said, I, "I'm doing better than I did before." And it makes perfect sense because they have high-quality food. Mm-hmm. They're good at preparing it on time. When if they say it's 20 minutes, it's 19 minutes and 30 seconds. But uh, what about you? What is your go-to pizza? That's I don't eat it much, but I mean, I guess it would be when we do order it. It would be. Papa John's or something like that. Uh, yeah, Papa John's. Because it's right there by the house and also by a liquor store. So, <laughs> you know, that's, that, I'm not going to go into great detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right in your sweet spot, I, I, there, Robbie. Yeah, that's got to go good. right. I can, I can always tell people where I live. <laughs> you know why? It's right behind a liquor store. Yeah. Uh, you know it. where that? Everybody knows where. All my friends know where that is. All right, Alex. We're getting away from the, uh, from the liquor talk. Back to pizza. Uh, what's your favorite franchise? Domino's. I got that's. Wasn't it? Uh, you remember Mickey Lolich, guy pitched for the Tigers, won three games in World Series, unbelievable, and a, and a very chunky guy. When he retired from baseball, the Tigers, he started uh, a, a long, long chain of pizzas in the Detroit area. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he ended up getting bought by Domino's, and and that's the origin. Comes from a baseball pitcher who was kind of, kind of chunky. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, all right, here's one. Tell us your thoughts on Sonny D. Sonny D. Uh, I I like the way he plays. Uh, I like how he's smiling out there. He seems to always talk to every player that gets on base. Uh, you like to see that because some of these some of these kids nowadays just the attitudes. Uh, you know, you, I, Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee's one of them. But there there's a lot of them, man. I mean, yeah. I, and I know you got to be cocky and carry yourself, but I just didn't see that when we were playing at Bama. It seemed like, you know, we had our rivals and stuff, but everyone kind of got along, and you didn't show up a pitcher by far like they are now. They hit a home run, and they're doing whatever at the plate, slamming their bat down. Well, I'm sorry. That next guy would have wore one out. Like, he would have got one of the ribs or something from a pitcher. Our first baseman, me, or somebody would have took him. Like, you just don't do that. You don't show up the pitcher. No. But, uh, you know, it just it's changed. But these kids can play, though, I'm telling you. But, uh, Sonny, I like the way he hits, man. He's up there. He's got a great swing. You know, his dad's super nice. You know, played at Alabama. So, I I've wish known. we could have got him over. So but, I've uh, known that family for 40, 50 years. Uh, very, very good, solid, grounded family, Birmingham-based. Their Deshera is practically on every corner. Yeah. <laughs> They're a very, very large, uh, prominent, and proud family. So, um, I hope he didn't really? hurt his knee. To like, I haven't heard anything on that because he did that trying to stretch to get to third after yeah. he got drilled on a pitch. And it looked like he kind of came up limp, but I, I'm sure he's fine. They haven't said anything, but I, I'm ready to see him play. So four teams from the SEC West make it to Omaha. 
Why is the SEC so much better? It seems year in and year out than uh, at least depth wise than the other conferences in the country. Well, you know, it, it starts the same with football, basketball. It's like the facilities that they have. I mean, if you go to these SEC stadiums and you're a recruit, you're just you're blown away. So, and then the weather is good. I mean, every stadium's got good weather besides maybe Kentucky to start the season, yeah. uh, Missouri. But uh, it's just the competition you're going to play and the coaches they get and the fans they bring. I mean, you got to be good. Yeah. So every team, every I think every conference has some good teams, and that showed, but SEC from top to bottom. Of, of the SEC loaded. teams, who who is the best shot at winning the national championship in Omaha? That, you know, you th- – Knock Tennessee out. Uh, I think Ole Miss is probably playing some of the best ball yeah. right now. There, you can see Arkansas is getting hot, but Auburn is gritty. I mean, they they yeah. getting. That's the exact word I've used to describe. They're, Auburn. they're, they're winning games. Yeah. You went on three hits. You went on three hits. So Four the pitching three. came through, and then if the pitching's not there, then they get twelve hits. You know, fourteen hits. So I don't know. I think any SEC team could show up and and win this. Um, you like Notre Dame after knocking out Tennessee? Notre Dame's playing good. Uh, at, I, I just don't think t- they got the best Tennessee. I, I just don't think they got them. Uh, I think Tennessee could have played better if they would have stayed within themselves and stopped getting so emotional and, you know, that one player going after the, the umpire or whatever. Like, that's, come on. Uh, they had the lead in the Notre Dame? Yeah, they did. Um, but I'll tell you what, that 1 o'clock game that they're playing in 100 degree or whatever oh, it's going to be there. Yeah, it's going to be. It's, I, it's, I it's really hot. I, I, got, I got people in Omaha, and it, it is really hot would, right now. Remember, it's been in our lifetime. They played three or four games a day, and they didn't get days off. And, yeah, and you played right up to the Sunday, and you had the championship game. But yeah, now it's spread yeah. out over two weeks. You get in the losers bracket in Omaha, you're going to be in trouble in that heat. So, well, so I, I hope Auburn does. I, I see Auburn making a run, but Ole Miss going to be tough first game. Who's so? Who's your pick, Ole Miss? I'll probably take Ole Miss. They were number one in the country for a reason. Uh, in fact, when they were number one, Alabama went over there and spanked them, didn't they? I, I remember that much about the season, but anyway, uh, God, it seems like Alabama's really close. They're really close. Oh, they really were close. a pitch or two away from a lot of one-run games lost. So I think they'll be okay. Alex, thanks for your time today. You're welcome. Hello to your parents. Have some pizza. Oh, thanks for your stories, Lars. Let's do it tomorrow. Let's do this again tomorrow. You've been listening to the Jay Barker Show. This is Wes McCall.